up and at him in the morning. Up and at him in the morning. This is Up and Adam in the Morning. I love being Up and Adam. Coast 104.5, you're Up and Adam in the Morning. On the phone, uh, happy to meet Aaron Solomon. He's the Chief Legal Analyst for Esquire Digital, also editor for today's Esquire. Really wanted to get down with someone like you, Aaron, and talk all about this uh, conservatorship and the Free Britney movement. And it's good to have somebody who knows a thing or two a hell of a lot more than I do on these fields. So thanks for being Up and Adam in the Morning, my man. Thanks for having me, Adam. It's great to be here. Okay, so let us know the latest. I know, like Judge Penny recently said this week, yes, the conservatorship is ending. Jamie is out. My question is, what if we're all wrong? What if everyone with this Free Britney thing, I get it. It feels good to say Free Britney. But what if, like, we see her all go downhill really quick? Are there any nets to stop this? So first of all, we're not 100% sure the conservatorship is over. Her lawyer intentionally asked Judge Penny not to end the conservatorship right now. There's another hearing scheduled for November 12th. And the reason that he did that, Matthew Rosengart, who's a great lawyer, is because they want to try to get Jamie Spears on the hook for some of the wrongdoing that's uh. been alleged in both the New York Times and the Netflix documentary of the past seven days. But now I'm going to actually answer your question <laughs> rather than answer any <laughs> question that I want. Um, and that question is, like, listen, this never should have happened in the first place. The, the Brittany conservatorship. And I'll tell you why. Because there was never a determination 13 years ago made in the California court of law that the standards for a conservatorship were met. And those are really simple. Either that she lacked the capacity to provide food, shelter, and clothing for herself, obviously not, or that she was unable to resist undue influence or fraud, right? The sad irony is that the undue influence and fraud came after the conservatorship from her own father. So that's where we are. Mm -hmm. But, you know, who knows what's going to happen with Brittany? She's a grown woman. What if she spends all the money in her estate? That's, that's the way it could go, right? Right. Well, you look at, like, some of her choices, though, with some of the mental breakdowns, and you feel bad for you. I mean, you just want – we all want health, mental health, physical health for her and her kids and her family. But you look at, like, some of the boyfriend choices in the past, like this paparazzi guy out of nowhere – now, this boyfriend, she seems to be engaged and seems to be happy. Who knows? I certainly don't know. But I guess you just from afar, and look, and all of our lenses are, are blurred because we're from afar, and sometimes it's through, you know, either TMZ's perspective or, what, you know, what have you. But um, how blurry is that line of that second requirement about being— Well, everything is—yeah, totally. Everything is super opaque, right? Yeah. One thing I actually liked better about the Netflix documentary, although overall I really liked the New York Times documentary from Friday— I think what the Netflix documentary did really well is show exactly what you're talking about. There's a public perception sometimes of the people in Britney's lives, like her boyfriend, yeah. and maybe we get like a negative perspective on that. But actually, the Netflix documentary showed that there were people in her life that were trying to protect her from Jamie and the conservatorship and the security people and everything, and it never happened. But you know what? We've actually, we're waking up today to some extremely good news in California that I want to share, not just for Britney, but for anybody in the state that's under a conservatorship. Conservatorship, and this is what it is. Governor Newsom yesterday signed a bill called AB 1194, and it's a sweeping reform of California conservatorship, and it's going to be a model for other states. One thing in there is what I like to call the Britney Clause, and it provides for the right of any conservatee to ask for their own lawyer. And Britney hasn't been able to do that for 13 years, only when Judge Penny this July broke with precedent and said, you know what, Brittany, you can have your own lawyer. Was she able to get one? Her court-appointed lawyer, Sam Ingham, earned over $3 million, even mm -hmm. though Brittany didn't want him to be her lawyer. 
What did you think of that play her dad did like a month or so ago? He's like, okay, you want me out? All right, cool. I'm out. Well, you'll, like, kind of like, you'll see what happens. W- was that a smart play? Well, it was a smart play because, you know, the reason he wants, to, he agreed to get out. And the reason he wanted the conservatorship to end the other day is because of what's going to happen now. And what's going to happen now is really bad for Jamie Spears. Because there's a temporary conservator, Jamie has to hand over all the records of transactions of the conservatorship. It's going to be a treasure trove of evidence against him. And I think two things are going to happen. The first is really simple. We're going to see a case, Spear versus Spears. Brittany's going to sue him. In civil court. I think that he's already judgment-proof because he's not a dummy. So even if Britney wins, there's not going to be any money to get from him in liquid form or anything. But the second thing is, this evidence that these transactions could show, as Rosengard said the other day, could bring criminal charges against Jamie Spears for abuses as conservator under the California probate code. Wow. Aaron Solomon, he's the chief legal analyst for Esquire Digital. Let me ask you this. Can Jamie Spears be held legally liable if allegations of his bad acts while he was conservator are, you know, some of these things are like, oh, he's been recording her, things like that. Uh, these documentaries are putting out there. If these are proven to be true, uh, this could this could actually land him in, in jail. Yes, I love what you said at the end. First of all, remember, Brittany back in July said she wants to see her father in prison. Now, Rosengart on Wednesday alluded to that as well. If these allegations, then come on, let's just make one thing clear for our listeners. <laughs> Judges don't watch a Netflix documentary and bring things into evidence. It doesn't work that easily. However, things from the documentary can be brought into evidence in a proper and legal way. And some of the things that were alleged during both of these documentaries absolutely could land, him, could land Jamie with at least a series of criminal charges against him. Aaron Solomon, Chief Legal Analyst for Esquire Digital and editor of today's Esquire. When we come back, I want to talk to you about the the laundry case, if we can. It's Coast. It's up in Adam in the morning. Coast 104.5. Thank you for being up in Adam in the morning. My name is Adam Montiel. On the phone, Aaron Solomon. He is the Chief Legal Analyst for Esquire Digital, also editor for today's Esquire. You can check out todaysesquire.com. Really a cool place to see where, like, legal things and real-life things kind of collide. He writes some, some great pieces there. Any thoughts on, like, the laundry case or anything like that? Other stuff kind of floating around in the news. Well, I, I mean, come on. The laundry case is absolutely unbelievable. I mean, I'm, I guess I'm in the minority of people, at least on social media, who watched the video when the police pulled them both over and thought the police could have done a significantly better job. Mm-hmm. That basically they let this sweet-talking guy, you know, who may have allegedly ended up killing this woman, um, slide. The fact that Dog the Bounty Hunter is involved really goes to one of Britney's album names. It shows what a circus anything dealing with crime and celebrity becomes yeah. when it hits social media. I mean, listen, whether it's Dog the Bounty Hunter, but the, the Dog the Bounty Hunter or FBI, whoever catches this guy, if he's still alive, that would be great. But it is amazing how quickly we go from zero to infinity when there's any kind of celebrity case on our radar. How much culpability would the parents have, Brian Laundrie's parents have, in something like this? Uh, and, and then should the cops, I mean, should, should the cops of his simply had a black and white outside his house, you know, wh- when this media circus was, was swirling? 
the problem is, you know, you and I don't have any evidence. We don't have any knowledge of what really went on, right? We don't know what was done and what wasn't done. You know, would the parents have culpability? Would any parent have culpability if they were hiding a child who they knew to have committed a murder? Absolutely. That's at least aiding and abetting a crime, if not more, depending on the state statute. Um, but, but who knows? We're just honestly just guessing at this point. But, you know, but that's what we do great. It's like, listen, I'm a huge football fan, and I'm the guy who on Sunday night and Monday says all the things that the quarterback should have done. <laughs> right? but, but we're not out there on the field, you know, earning our money and, and throwing the passes. So who knows? We can only deal with the evidence that we really know to be true. And that's one of the dangers, even though I think that these Britney documentaries were great. One day there will be one or two or five Brian Laundry documentaries, and we have to separate facts and fiction. Yeah, Aaron Solomon, Chief Legal Analyst for Esquire Digital, also editor for Today's Esquire. I encourage you to go to todaysesquire.com. I love where kind of the legal world and like the real world collide, and Today's Esquire is a great place to get articles like that. Loved your article on the Britney conservatorship. And I would love to have you on here again sometime. Maybe before we disconnect, I'd love to like switch some contact info. You down? Absolutely, anytime. Also, uh, we got this case out here, the Kristen Smart case. I'm not going to ask you about it now because I think that's a little bit unfair. But if you are familiar with it or um, want to uh, learn more about it, I'd love to get someone like you who speaks so clearly and so just like mm, puts it right there. I'd love to get your opinion on that one as well in the future. I'd be happy to learn more about it. I know about it, but I'd like to get into more detail. So you've got my phone number. This is my phone number, the 514. Yeah. Text message is always great. And you've got my email from the exchange before. I'm All right. I love it. Anytime. Aaron Solomon, Thanks, check out todaysesquire.com. Thank you, my man, for being up and Adam in the morning. Thanks. Take care. Wake up with up and Adam in the morning. I'm having a great time listening to you in the morning. Adam. Whoa. Are you a great interviewer? Mr. Up and Adam in the morning. I'm up and Adam in the morning. Coast 104.5. Thank you for being up and Adam in the morning. My name is Adam Montiel. On the phone, Aaron Solomon. He is the chief legal analyst for Esquire Digital, also editor for Today's Esquire. You can check out todaysesquire.com. Really a cool place to see where like legal things and real life things kind of collide. He writes some, some great pieces there. Any thoughts on like the laundry case or anything like that? Other stuff kind of floating around in the news. Well, I, I mean, come on. The laundry case is absolutely unbelievable. I mean, I'm, I guess I'm in the minority of people, at least on social media, who watched the video when the police pulled them both over and thought the police could have done a significantly better job. Mm-hmm. That basically they let this sweet-talking guy, you know, who may have allegedly ended up killing this woman, um, slide. The fact that Dog the Bounty Hunter is involved really goes to one of Britney's album names. It shows what a circus anything dealing with crime and celebrity becomes yeah. when it hits social media. I mean, listen, whether it's Dog the Bounty Hunter, the Dog the Bounty Hunter or FBI, whoever catches this guy, if he's still alive, that would be great. But it is amazing how quickly we go from zero to infinity when there's any kind of celebrity case on our radar. How much culpability would the parents have, Brian Laundrie's parents have, in something like this? Uh, and and then should the cops? I mean, should, should the cops have his simply had a black and white outside his house? You know, when this media circus was was swirling. 
The problem is, you know, you and I don't have any evidence. We don't have any knowledge of what really went on, right? We don't know what was done and what wasn't done. You know, would the parents have culpability? Would any parent have culpability if they were hiding a child who they knew to have committed a murder? Absolutely. That's at least aiding and abetting a crime, if not more, depending on the state statute. Um, but, but who knows? We're just honestly just guessing at this point. But, you know, that's what we do great. It's like, listen, I'm a huge football fan, and I'm the guy who on Sunday night and Monday says all the things that the quarterback should have done, <laughs> right? But, but we're not out there on the field, you know, earning our money and, and throwing the passes. So who knows? We can only deal with the evidence that we really know to be true. And that's one of the dangers, even though I think that these Britney documentaries were great. One day there will be one or two or five Brian Loundry documentaries, and we have to separate facts and fiction. Yeah, Aaron Solomon, Chief Legal Analyst for Esquire Digital, also editor for Today's Esquire. I encourage you to go to todaysesquire.com. I love where kind of the legal world and like the real world collide, and Today's Esquire is a great place to get articles like that. Loved your article on the Britney conservatorship. And I would love to have you on here again sometime. Maybe before we disconnect, I'd love to like switch some contact info. You down? Absolutely, anytime. Also, uh, we got this case out here, the Christian Smart case. I'm not going to ask you about it now because I think that's a little bit unfair. But if you are familiar with it or um, want to uh, learn more about it, I'd love to get someone like you who speaks so clearly and so just like <clears throat> puts it right there. I'd love to get your opinion on that one as well in the future. I'd be happy to learn more about it. I know about it, but I'd like to get into more detail. So you've got my phone number. This is my phone number, the 514. Yeah. Text message is always great. And you've got my email from the exchange before. I'm All right. I love it. Anytime. Aaron Solomon, Thanks, check out todaysesquire.com. Thank you, my man, for being up and Adam in the morning. Thanks. Take care. Wake up with up and Adam in the morning. I'm having a great time listening to you in the morning. Adam. Whoa. Are you a great interviewer? Mr. Up and Adam in the morning. I'm up and Adam in the morning.